And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to Spin Rate, presented by Tops. Check out Tops Project 70, celebrating 70 years of Tops baseball cards. This is Spin Rate, the Athletics Blue Jays podcast. My name is Drew Fairservice. Thank you so much for checking us out, for dialing us up here. If you are on the app or if you are on the podcast collector of your choice, it is our pleasure to be here with you talking about your Toronto Blue Jays. I mentioned the app. If you go to, go to theathletic.com slash spin rate, you can subscribe to The Athletic. You can read everything that that our co-host here on Spin Rate, Caitlin McGrath, writes about your Toronto Blue Jays. You can read everything that Lindsay Adler's wrote a great piece on spunk or whatever, gunk, spit, sticky stuff on the ball. Great primer with a Yankees perspective because uh, Garrett Cole kind of stepped in it a little bit this week on a, on a, on a Zoom call. Uh, really a, a, to- a topic du jour, something that we spoke about with the Athletics, you know, Saris in the offseason, and it's really coming to a head here in June. So if you want to subscribe to The Athletic, you can do that. If you go and if you subscribe to The Athletic and you listen to the podcast through there and free BTW. But the most important thing about going to theathletic.com slash spin rate is you let them know that we sent you, which keeps us in business. We also will be in business if you go and subscribe to the show as well. Subscribe on your podcast catcher of choice if you want to get it for free. You don't have to subscribe to The Athletic. You can get it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, all those places. You get the ads in there too, but that's all right. We got to keep the lights on. You know what I mean? So subscribe to the show, subscribe to The Athletic. You're good to go. Blue Jays currently here at the time of our speaking are in Chicago, facing off against a uh, pretty good White Sox team, a very good and very Cuban White Sox team. There are a lot of Cuban guys on that team, which is pretty awesome. White Sox are good. They're talented. They kind of taught the Blue Jays a little bit of a lesson in depth in the series opener on Tuesday night. But here we are Wednesday, Alec Manoa on the hill. Always exciting to watch that very big man shove. But if we're talking about stuff on the ball, we're talking about performance, we're talking about big giant pitchers, there's nobody better to talk to than this week's guest, and that is Dr. Mike Son. He, you know him as the, you know him from ProPlay AI, you know him as the chief scientist at 3Motion AI. Uh, he's got a whole laundry list of things that he does science of the game, but also more than anything, Mike, Mike's a fan. He loves the game, loves, big Blue Jays fan, loves good music, great guy to talk to. We talked to him before on the old show on Birds All Day, we talked to him here for the first time on Spin Rate, very topical, because if anybody knows about how to get that extra spin, it's the, the guy who is A, a doctor, and B, an expert in biomechanics, biometrics, bio, you know, motion capture, all the things that are being used today to, to optimize performance and make pictures. As good as they can be, which I think is, uh, well, we had a great chat. So I encourage you to listen to that chat. So why don't you go and do that right now on this edition of Spin Rate. 
All right. As mentioned before, it is my pleasure at this time to be joined. You know him from Twitter. You know him from the amazing work he does off the field. He is the chief scientist at 3Motion AI, Dr. Mike Son. Mike, Dr. Mike, Dr. Mike Son, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great, Drew. Uh, I'm not sure if you noticed, but the title that I proudly earned the last time we talked is still in my Twitter bio. I am a true menace. You are. You were a menace. The last time we spoke on the old show, one of the worst experiences of my young life. No, uh, it was terrific. And I'm so excited to have you back. Uh, there is a lot to talk about. I think this is a, a very interesting time for people who a watch baseball and enjoy baseball, but also I think people who do what you do. So before we do that, if, if you ha- if you haven't heard the, the the previous episode, you can go back. Um, it was of course under the old name. You could, but it's all in the same feed now. Uh, from it was we spoke on birds all day, but now here we are, of course, on spin rate. Speaking of spin rate, very topical. But why don't you tell a little bit, uh, give a little bit of background just about about what uh, you do, uh, but what three motion AI and and some of the other. Um, the 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 work that you do in terms of the 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 pitch AI and all all the sort of motion capture stuff. So if if someone doesn't know, I want you to just give me a little bit of like an elevator pitch on on what what it is that that you do to make baseball or pitchers better. So over the last five years, uh, I'd even say over the last decade, you know, how many of us have broken into analytics by looking at the pitch FX databases? Um, and that was all measuring how balls moved, the velocity associated with them, being able to quantify how pitches moved and, and, and how pitchers become successful as a result of that. The new era of kind of analytics is more on the, 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 the person side, the player side. Uh, there's a Hawkeye system in there now that's doing three-dimensional tracking with like, I think, 16 cameras in stadiums. At 3Motion AI, we're trying to do the same thing, but just from your cell phone. So being able to capture the 3D position of a pitcher and quantify things like, you know, how much rotation does their arm have? How fast does their trunk move? Uh, How far do they stride with an idea that we can help pitchers become more efficient, become less injured and, and, you know, be able to, to have long careers that are very, very successful. So with with this kind of information, is that the sort of thing that a pitcher could take and be like, okay, I need to improve my flexibility, or I need to improve my lower half, uh, you know, butt strength, you know, in terms of like core or 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 butt or whatever, like to really make sure that I'm driving down the mound to get that flexion to really you know maximize my extension and all the things that you measure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a big one that a lot of pitchers look for is their hip to shoulder separation. So. How much do they disconnect their upper half from their lower half and then kind of use their body as an elastic band and, and really get that energy transferred from the mound up to their arm and, and then throw harder. So little things like that are a big way that pitchers are kind of tweaking their deliveries using our technology. But another big one is to kind of track how they move over time and see if they're showing signs of fatiguing. Uh, maybe showing signs of injury uh, ahead of actually, you know, sustaining an injury. Um, so that's a big part of what we're doing and, and making it so that they can record their motion, whether they're in a bullpen, they're, you know, doing long toss, they're in the game, uh, really anywhere that they throw. It's interesting because it is at its core, especially when you describe like that separation, the upper half and lower half separation, 
it's an idea I think that's as old as the game itself. You can look up pictures of Nolan Ryan, of, of Roy Halladay, of, of guys that would predate them as well, and you'll see, you know, in, in the right frame, just that, just that, that separation, that that front foot is down, and they're and they're rotating around it, and that, and you know, obviously, I think more recent examples or an extreme example, someone like Tim Lincecum, who or, or or Pedro Martinez, not the biggest guys, but they get that extension, they they create that separation, and the next thing you know, this little you know, Hesher surfer bro is throwing 97 and he's the two time Cy Young award winner. It's, it's so interesting because it, it's a, it's a modern understanding of like the long held principles of the game in a way. Which is, I think what we see with most analytics, right? It's, it's measuring things and it's putting a number to something that's been long understood, uh, mm-hmm. something that's really been uh, kind of coached over the years through anecdotes or, or beliefs. A lot of the times what these coaches say uh, over all the years, there's a lot of truth in it. So it's not really this old school versus new school and somebody trying to measure things. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm not trying to take a coach's uh, job or replace scouts with uh, with cameras. We're just trying to put numbers on, on the things that uh, people have been describing for years. So let's come back to this because I know we can talk about, you know, Nate Pearson is someone that you work with a lot and we can talk about Alec Manoa who here on Wednesday night when we're recording uh, will be on the hill for the Blue Jays. But let's talk about the kind of topic of the day in the game of baseball right now, which is supplementing, let's say, some may say enhancing the natural abilities or the maxed out abilities to to become better pitchers. I know so so obviously the spider tack and and some of the 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 sticky substances that are allowing pitchers to maybe connect with the ball for that extra split second to exert that extra bit of force. Um you know th- this doesn't necessarily touch your work but I know it's something that you're spending time with and trying and understanding and and hopefully having to have these conversations with with athletes as they're trying to find out like what are the what are my physical natural physical limits and how can I enhance them? What do you feel about this this whole spider attack and super sticky stuff uh, uh, topic that's going around the game? It, it's funny because everything that happens in baseball that gets deemed to be illegal is a direct response to something else, right? And you remember during the the, the great few years there, 2015, 2016, uh, when there was reported changes to the ball. And there were more home runs being hit than ever before. But during that time, there was also a real spike in the number of blisters that pitchers were reporting. And the Blue Jays saw a ton of that with with Aaron Sanchez. Uh, and what... And Stroman kind of too, sorry, I interrupted you. And Stroman you. as well. Str- no, you're they, totally were both, right. they were both like, the ball is different. Like, there's, there's, it's, not, it's not even a question. Like, the ball is different. Yeah. Exactly. And with those guys, you know, both of them being... Uh, guys that really could, you know, quote unquote, spin the ball. I think Sanchez had the highest spin rate. Uh, there's the the show name in there. It's the Leonardo DiCaprio meme there. Um, you know, <laughs> he had the highest spin rate on his curveball in the entire league. Um, and Stroman did so much cutting of the ball and his two seamer and all that stuff. Like he really did rely on spin and direction. When they lowered the seams on the baseball, and you know Justin Verlander was one of the guys that reported this too. Like when they lowered those seams, what they basically had to do was almost dig into the ball a lot more to try and produce the same results. So they're gripping the ball a little bit harder. They're applying more pressure in certain areas, and then we saw that spike in blisters. And as a result, you know there were different injuries. There were just different guys losing jobs. There was performance drop-offs. 
So I think they started digging into the the well-known bag of tricks for pitchers and finding ways to increase that spin rate, which they knew was a huge advantage, and to kind of counter all these home runs being hit and, and the disadvantages that they saw with the change in ball. So as a result, I think we've kind of ended up here with this new wave of guys really doctoring the ball, getting unnatural spin rates and and making the the lives hell for some of these hitters we'll be right back with more spin rate but first check this out looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yep you heard that right you can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The word that Josh Donaldson, former Blue Jay Josh Donaldson, used when he was asked directly about it about Garrett Cole, he he said this is this is a performance enhancement. Do you do you see it that way? Is this? I, I mean, you know, the difference between you know what you do with pitchers, and, and again, we're trying to we're talking about trying to help them physically develop and and physically optimize what it is they can do, um, which doesn't feel like cheating maybe compared to someone who who was just you know in the old days was kind of like got off got on the bus off the farm and then showed up in Clearwater or whatever ready for spring training it might feel like cheating but do you feel like this is a true performance enhancement or is this just sort of like the kind of ebb and flow of the game I I I lead towards it being more the ebb and flow of the game and I think some of the interesting quotes and I think Bauer mentioned something about this like if you get rid of the sticky stuff you're not going to see a resurgence in offense you're going to see a resurgence in tons of hit batters um you know you're not going to improve this pace of play issue you're going to have a lot more walks and a lot more wild pitches uh it's not going to have what we intended uh as the effect of this and you know all of a sudden you're going to see more singles and doubles and uh and a lot more balls in play it is going to be a lack of control and i do truly believe like it is a performance enhancer in the way that it's helping these pitchers gain control, but it's not giving them extra miles per hour on their fastball, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not all of a sudden giving the guy the ability to, you know, throw 100, whereas last year he was at 91. So it's not in that same vein as the guys that were, you know, going crazy in the steroid era. That's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's such a fine line because I mean, I think, think about uh, what's his name? The Yankees, Lucas Litke. Who is yeah. kind of like that Marcus, Marco Estrada style? He throws that invisible, so it's like he yeah. throws ninety or ninety-one, but it's got that high spin and it's up up in the zone and it looks like his changeup and you can't pick it up. Where so maybe the extra spin might help that guy even more than a couple extra miles per hour. So, but the other the other thing that I come back to, and, and I don't know what you feel about this, but while there's so much emphasis on trying to trying to um, kind of get the ball in play more, but hitters are so good and so strong and they have all the same sort of advantages in terms of 
piecing their swing together and making sure that they're getting their bat in their hands and, and that getting the separation between their shoulders and their hips such that if you tip the scales back the other way, it's gonna, every game's gonna, it feels like it's going to be 14 to 11 because every guy in the lineup can hit the ball out of the ballpark. It, exactly. So I think this is just another part of the whole Evan flow, you know, the, mm-hmm. the cat and mouse game associated with baseball where, you know, it's not the man in white in the stands. It's maybe some spider tack helping with uh, some spin rate. Um, and then even when you talk about it from the perspective of this performance enhancement, right? Like, you know, how fine of a line it is from a guy being sent down to triple a or you know, having to go to Japan uh, and, and their career ending. Like if it's a matter of applying a bit of sunscreen or rosin and getting that a bit of, of an advantage to maintain your control. Yeah. I think guys are going to do that uh, on the same side. The hitters are going to look for every advantage they can to, to know what's coming and, and to be able to, you know, hit a couple extra home runs a year. So it's always going to go back and forth. And I think the common theme with all of it is I think the players just want standardization, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they just want there to be a level playing field and be like, okay, this is what you're allowed to do. This is what you're not. Whereas I think major league baseball kind of on steroids or on this, they stick their head in the sand and they pretend it's not happening until it becomes these major exposés and, uh, and people are really getting upset over things. And then they have to overcorrect inevitably. Exactly. So instead of saying, just like with, with uh, stuff that guys may jam into their ass or, or, or take, you know, that's uh, in a jar sitting in their, in their locker, there'll be a, a, a banned substances list. And if it's spider tack or something else that there's got to be a line. And, and if it, if that's a line that's drawn through science, kind of like the coefficient of restitution sort of stuff that you hear about in golf balls or the old, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think, think about like, well, remember the thing with the, was it the maple bats that just were breaking all the time and the ball, and then they yep. just stopped and then it just stopped and then the bat stopped breaking. And so hopefully this sort of <laughs> thing happens again. Now let's talk, let's change gears a little bit. Thank you for indulging me on the sticky stuff in talk uh this is not you're so far unmenaced i feel unmenaced so far so this is good and last time it was all was it i think it might have been cam it's his beautiful radio voice that was the only thing that made me a menace i was just commenting on the producer's beautiful dulcet tones and how he just sounded like a voice of an angel descending on the podcast see he and i were talking about that actually before because he almost my speakers were all turned up for a variety of reasons and 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 now here we are and and he does have a beautiful voice, and I do not feel emasculated or or put out at all by it. I, I'm comfortable that Cam is better. Soon, voice. One will. day he'll be in this. One day he'll be in this seat where he belongs. <laughs> Speaking of the seat that he belongs in, Nate Pearson is currently in AAA, and sticky stuff or otherwise. This is a guy who had a real hard time throwing strikes uh, this year, and and a lot of the time in the big leagues. Now I know that you've worked with him, but what's what's your assessment of kind of where he is, and 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 maybe why? I guess really what's, what do you think or what, what from the outside is kind of maybe the thing that might be holding him back at this stage? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording is that I think some of these guys have their strengths and they tend to get away from them because analytics dictates one thing over another, like, you know, throw more sliders as opposed to fastballs. Uh, and they sometimes kind of forget their identity uh, a little bit, you know, somebody like Nate who throws <laughs> you know, up to 104, that's a strength, <laughs> you know, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a feature, not a bug um, <laughs> going to the, the programming world here, but somebody like Nate, um, you know, somebody who has such great stuff and, and such, you know, such a big body, such a big guy, uh, you know, really the physical makeup you want to see out of a starter. I think 
the line is so thin between what makes him such a super, super success and what got him in AAA that I think one day it's just going to click and all of a sudden Nate's back and, and looking great there. Um, you know, we all love Doc and uh, and what he did with the Blue Jays time, but, you know, when he was 24, he had to go down to the minors and, and get himself right too, right? So um, I, I have full faith that Nate will be back um, because that stuff is so fun. And, you know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a bit of a different role when he first comes back and he goes in the bullpen, gets the confidence back and then heads back to his starter role. But you think about him last year in the wild card series against the Rays, like if that's the guy, Holy cow. <laughs> the Jays, uh, the Jays have something really, really exciting on their hands. Oh, absolutely. I mean, no one would ever question the stuff. No one would ever wonder aloud yeah. about whether or not he has his stuff can 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 uh, play in the big leagues. The the thing I, I've always found uh, the thing that you know again anecdotally he's only made a handful of appearances in the big leagues, but it just sometimes it seems like he will fall behind and then he starts to aim it, and then sometimes there were like these you know, again the guy that can that can really hump it up there. But then the velocity will drop off because it's like he's just begging, begging for a strike. Which again, it, it's hard. Pitching in the big leagues is hard, and is. and there's no there's no margin for error. And 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 the, maybe some of the stuff that people some of some have said, and uh, even with Alec Manoa as well, where you can get away with kind of misplaced breaking balls when your stuff is so good. But uh, yeah. I wonder how much of it is, is there an element of like mechanics? Is that something that, especially coming off of a longish injury um, um, delay, where I wonder what the, that process might be like to try to like check your mechanics, get them in, get them right and, and be able to assess in real time. Like what, what am I doing? Am I kind of flying open or, you know, all the kind of picturisms yeah. that we hear on the broadcast, but it's, it must be so hard to kind of track those and, and correct them in, in real time. Yeah, I think what you can sometimes see with like Nate is, you know, he lost a lot of weight before last season, got really lean. Um, you know, then when your body changes that dramatically, you know, for some of us, it's the opposite direction because it's been quarantine and a really long year. But, you know, somebody like that, now all of a sudden he's piloting a different ship, right? And he had to get comfortable to it. And then he kind of went back to where he was and that. So I think there's been some some up and down and there's some there's some thoughts of, you know, I can't give up a home run here because that's going to send me back down. And, you know, the reality is major league baseball pitching is extremely hard. And a as Chapman gave up a grand slam to Rajay Davis in the world series. Right. So anybody can take a yard at any time. you got to just, you know, play with what's right. And I think somebody like Nate and even Alec Manoa, you know, and a lot of these young power arms that we're going to start seeing with the Blue Jays coming up, whether it's, you know, Woods Richardson or uh, Van Eyck, uh, any of these young guys, they all have such overpowering stuff. They've just got to believe in the stuff, let it, let it fly and, uh, and, and not try and overthink it. Just, you know, dance with who, with, with who you brought, I guess, in a way. For sure. I mean, I think Robbie Ray and, and the evolution of Robbie Ray is a great example that you can still get, you, people are going to, you, you're going to get touched, right? In the big leagues, yep. the way that the way that the game is, people are going to touch you. But if you've walked too ahead of that, that's the kind of thing where you can get into trouble. And, 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 and that, that ability to come right at guys and that ability to sort of like do what needs to be done and, and just throw strikes. And, you know, we've talked about Alec Manoa and I think this is a good opportunity to sort of segue into his, uh, his, his place right now, which is that, I was so I was so impressed with his outing that was bad. 
Right. And, yeah. and because, because I really felt like he, other than a couple slightly bizarre pitch choices, he was really grinding it out and he was, and yeah. he was making do with what he had and his changeup got hit. And then he, so he went away with it from it. He didn't no. want to bother with it anymore because he couldn't locate it and they were smashing it. And, and I think that it's a really important, uh, and a, and a difficult evolution for, for all pitchers to make to go from maximizing their stuff to then believing in it, right? And it's, it's, it's so hard when there's a big league. When, when you're standing there and Jesus Aguiar, who's like enormous, like fills the entire batter's box and you're staring down at him, uh, that's different than when you're, when you're throwing in front of a gun or, or, or a Hawkeye system with 16 cameras. Exactly. Or, or, you know, you're throwing in a game that doesn't matter, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the minor leagues are for development. That is what they're there for. They're there for development. Uh, when you get to the majors and wins and losses truly, truly count, uh, and giving up runs, you know, is, is a bad thing. It's not just a thing that happened that you're like, oh, you know, at least the pitch was good or my stuff was good. I executed what I was trying to do. You know, it, it changes the mentality. And I truly do believe there's a lot of sports psychology that separates the best from the mediocre guys at the major league level. Um, and that's maybe what's really exciting about the Blue Jays. Um and their high performance department is they're led by a sports psychologist. And you see guys like Robbie Ray, all of a sudden turn the command around with Pete Walker. So there's some cool things that could happen. And, you know, to see guys that have command issues and such elite stuff to see what the Jays have done with uh, Robbie Ray, you know, that as a blue Jays fan, I think is pretty exciting. You know, that's the guy that can fix this. If, if there's anyone. And it's why guys like that will always get chances, and why you never yeah. want to you never want to give up on on someone who can do those things. And I think we talked about Aaron Sanchez earlier, and he's a, he's a great example of of a of a guy who had some great seasons in the big leagues, but also for the longest time got by on or was given chances and and, and continued to get run out there because of the that potential that one day someone's going to unlock him and, and someone's going to figure it out what it is that's going to help him to throw strikes. And then you can suddenly you've got this, like the fact that Robbie Ray doesn't walk anyone blows my mind. Like it's how, probably one of the craziest stories. In? Yeah. It's gotta be one of the craziest stories in baseball right now. And it's like not getting that much publicity outside of, you know, Toronto, but like that's what Robbie Ray did. <laughs> you know, Robbie Ray threw hard, was filthy and walked a ton of guys. Uh, and he just doesn't do it anymore. It's absolutely nuts. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll ask you, we, we talked to touch on a little bit. What, what do you think about Alec Manoa? Uh, you know, in terms of his, his a, his, his makeup and B what he can do on the mound. Again, another guy who's just enormous and, and big, but yeah. also has great, great stuff. Uh, what uh, I, I can only assume you've liked what you've seen from him so far. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with the stuff and, and his command, but I, I've loved the way he commands things, uh, you know, in his first start. And then even the second one, you know, he got hit for a couple home runs, but that's just modern baseball. Uh, you know, guys get hit. <laughs> guys hit home runs now, uh, even when they're the number eight hitter on the on the, the Marlins, right? Like, that's just what happens now. Um, you know, both him and Nate have very similar mechanics when you, when you start breaking things down. Um, you know, they both stride really long. They're both really mobile guys where um, they get a ton of uh, range of motion in their shoulders. So those are, those are really good things that we see that are are big markers for velocity. Um, but you talk about extension, right? Like, you know, releasing the ball further down the mound that comes with a long stride and it comes with being six foot six. So mm-hmm. those guys, you know, throwing 98, that looks a lot different than 
you know, Tim Lincecum throwing 98, like that ball is getting on top of you fast. And that perceived velocity is really high. And that gives those guys a margin of error, you know, Manoa and, and Pearson, it's going to be great to see the two of them when they're both firing on all cylinders. Like that's not a comfortable at bat for, for anyone. Um, And, and both of them, you know, with, uh, with Manoa, maybe more his pedigree through, through college, like he's used to pitching against mature hitters. Um, I, I think he's got some really exciting potential in the next little bit. And and the same thing with Collins is pitching in games that matter, right? Those yeah. West Virginia didn't bring him there just because he's a nice guy. I mean, he is, but that program yeah. exists to win games, right? And and, and that exactly. pressure, you know, I, if you follow Keith Law, of course, of the Athletic, he's he's really um, vocal about the, the the abuse, the amount of pitches that that college pitchers are throwing, the length yep. of their outings, and then coming back in relief, you know, a couple of days later, but. You know that obviously is a is a is a is a negative, but the value in going out there, I mean, like, what what am I going to do to win tonight? On top of being good, is uh, I think it's it, it's there's value in that. Um, you know, when there's value in that, well, there's also when there's also that projection, right? It's like that kind of magic combination of like he's as good as he's going to be, and he's a good college pitcher, and that's awesome. But this yeah. guy is a good college pitcher, but there's also so much more waiting, kind of, to be unlocked inside of him. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. No. And I think that's, that's an exciting approach because that's Van Eyck as well. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, another floor, he's a Florida state guy. So, um, they're pitching, I think for a few years, it seemed like it was a pretty barren. The pitching prospects coming up for the Jays are pretty exciting right now. You could do worse. <laughs> you, you could know. do a lot worse. More spin rate coming up right after these words from our sponsors. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash. Or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant. Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. You can do worse. You can, when, when you don't have any exciting pitching prospects, you can look like the Blue Jays' uh, bullpen at this current <laughs> yeah. moment yeah. in time. Well, it, we're seeing a big, uh, a big example of why it's important to get some length out of your starters and mm-hmm. how bullpen days are only so good um in that case you know we've looked a little bit at the fatigue units and the the workloads for those guys and there was a lot of back-to-back appearances there was a ton of innings being thrown there's a ton of multi-inning things in the first part of the season and yeah those guys uh we're, we're seeing what happens when 
when they get uh, they get a huge workload spike in that first part of the season, which is known to be the time of year where people have the most injuries. Um, so it's a, a bit of a perfect storm for why we're seeing so many IL appearances for that pen. It's, uh, I mean, it was the thing that that was being talked about a lot in the offseason, and now here we are. Uh, Blue Jays fans are, are experiencing, but but I think it's important for Blue Jays fans to remember that they're not alone. While they have a lot of injuries, uh, everyone is, is, has yes. suffered from a lot of injuries. Yeah, baseball that year, last year, going into this year, <laughs> it's a, a very interesting year and not in a good way for the injuries. For the product on the field when those guys are healthy, fantastic. But yeah, there's been a ton of injuries. I'm going to ask you one more question, and, and it's kind of related to this topic, which is, so the Blue Jays have a good track record, I think. I think that, that right now is not the best time to maybe think about it in those ways, but they do have a good track record of finding pitchers turning kind of marginal guys, non-roster invitees, um, into, you know, functional big league pitchers. We saw, say, like Anthony Bass last year, A.J. Cole. Yep. Got, you know, those are kind of lower-level guys. But even Jordan Romano, I think, is a great success. This was a guy that was gone to Texas as, uh, in a – was he a Rule 5 or, or was he uh, – yeah, he was Rule 5 and returned, right? Something, yes. Something think, like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But for him to come back into the fold and then, you know, a lot on his own, and I'm sure the team, they work together to, to develop that. But – Think of, I think the Rays are the, the one, the team that people love to use an example. And they're a team that uses, that loves extension, for an example. They love to, that's yep. something that they really flag. Is there something that they're doing that maybe other people haven't picked up on? Or is it just, is, is it good luck and good scouting and, and, and good development? Or, or which one of those kind of, of that triangle do you think is the biggest piece? I think there's some good scouting and good coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, like I do, I, I, I think we do have to give some credit to, you know, the bullpen coaches and the pitching coaches with the Jays. Like, I think they are, mm-hmm. I think the analytics team brings, uh, maybe one and a half elite skills to the table that they've identified, whether that's extension or it's velocity or it's spin rate or it's, you know, slider command or something like that. They bring like one and a half good skills to the table and they find a way to maximize that skill. And I think that's, I don't think it's that much more complicated than that. Um, and then they bring in the you know elite skill of just boring the other team near death with the lease, um, <laughs> which which has paid off, and the, the, they're just going, please end this. I want this to be over. Um, but uh, I, I think that's what they do. I think they've got some great coaches that listen to the analytics staff. They've got an analytics staff that listens to the coaches. They work well together, and and they get the most out of uh, of what they've got. Um, one thing I find with and this might be anecdotal. It, ju- it just seems like there's a lot more catastrophic injuries with the Rays guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot more UCL blowouts and a lot more, um, you know, shoulders gone and the guy's gone for two seasons. Uh, Blue Jays have seen some injuries, but they don't seem to be as catastrophic in nature. Like we got Romano, Romano's back now, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a few of the other guys, Merriweather, who knows, but um, you know, it seems like it's a little bit more of the injuries associated with, playing big league baseball um and maybe that won't be the case but it does seem like uh seem like maybe the injuries not quite as devastating as they could be my thing with the Rays is i like to see guys who are good when they leave like allow yes. like make it trade a guy away and have him continue to be good and then i have a have a less suspicion of the Rays. <laughs> i think ryan stanick is is, is is a is a good example is the is the one that first came to mind of a guy who was good for the Rays, using that really peculiar way. They traded him away, you know, improved their team. But now he is obviously a very good pitcher and and uh, pitched well for Houston out of their bullpen now. 
Yeah. I do think the Rays have made a pact with the darkest circle of hell to somehow uh, become so good with what they've got there. So, uh, you know, that <laughs> that that sort of uh, bargaining with the devil has really made the bullpen uh, you know, exceptional in Tampa. You, you do what you got to do on, on a budget. And, and <laughs> rather than pay someone what they're worth, maybe you can pay uh, the devil with your eternal soul. So, you know, exactly. it's the new market <laughs> inefficiency. Intern souls. Yeah. In, intern souls, the new market inefficiency. Jeff, yeah. Jeff Sullivan, a former colleague of mine, never had a soul to begin with. Don't, nobody has to worry about that. Uh, Mike, thank you so much. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you? And if they're interested in learning more about ProPlay AI and some of the, the ability to do this cool stuff right in your phone, where can they find that? Yeah, my, my Twitter is uh, Dr. Mike Son, and you can find out more about ProPlay and Pitch AI at ProPlayAI.com. Amazing. Sir, again, thank you. You have, you could still, you should leave uh, True Menace in your bio, even though I don't think it's true anymore. You, you know, <laughs> I was on the fence, but this was great. Absolute pleasure. Great talking to you again, Drew, and hopefully you get to see each other at a game or a concert sometime this year. That'd be here's. Awesome. Here is hoping. Also, shout out to Classic Grit. Mike is wearing a Classic <laughs> Grit t-shirt, as uh, you've, I've been known to wear as well. If you're into baseball and lifestyle brands, hook up our guys at uh, Classic Grit. Dr. Mike Son, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Drew. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.